0: radio is generally able to put a fun up-tempo radio record on streaming's agenda eventually Welcome to Brandwith on Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. If radio allowed itself to practice music enterprise, I think it would be sending songs to TikTok and not just vice versa. Brandwith on Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now, your guides through the Media Morphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, Media Branding Coach, Kipper McGee.
1: Our guest this time around, well, he's an industry expert on music and format landscape across the fruited plain, market strategy, the evolution of formats, the evolution of radio programming in a world of audio choice. He's programmed at the station level, worked in A&R for the record industry. He's been a vice president of music and programming for Edison and a longtime journalist covering the radio industry, the Billboard, R&R and others. He's now the editor and publisher of Ross on Radio, that very influential must-read newsletter. He also consults. been able to do that through both Edison and his own brand consultancy. Brand with On Demand is proud to welcome back the one and only Sean Ross. Hey, hey Sean. Sean. Hey, guys. Good to have you
2: back. So... Another year is beginning, and we are facing yet another COVID variant, as you can maybe hear in my voice. Uh, Last year, we asked you to give us some 2020 hindsight. Well, here we are, 2022. So, what's the scoop? What are some of the biggest trends for radio the past year, and what are we looking forward to? Well, I've been looking at the format changes
0: that have taken place over the holiday. And you can't judge everything from this, but it's very typical that we lost three top 40 stations and we gained three news talk stations. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, that's only a handful of the changes, but it's pretty indicative.
2: And do you think, Sean, that's because of the music caliber of prod or the demo or who's using radio or... What do you see as the factor behind that?
0: Yeah, there is certainly a belief that at this point, rather than being the second top 40, it makes sense to do some sort of spoken word on FM. That's certainly what we saw Odyssey do Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. with the the former, now 97.1, which is now KNX FM. It's hard for... radio stations to judge the playing field because the playing field has never stabilized. For the last two years, we've been waiting for a normalization that never happened. As the year begins, listeners are not going back to the office. Kids are not Back in the carpool, at least for the next couple of weeks. And that's, for many of them, that was the only radio listening they were doing. Right. Listening levels were already falling before COVID, and it seemed to stabilize, but it certainly didn't rebound. So against that, it's hard for programmers to know what to do every current based format has been having issues over the last year and it's hard to know if it's a music quality issue if you need a programming response or if you just need to give up and become the eighth classic hit station in the market or put news talk on fm well you're not recommending all tiktok Well, some stations are attempting all TikTok. Stations are more influenced by streaming than ever, and it's hard to tell what's a proper reaction and what's an overreaction. It's kind of like when top 40 stations in the early 70s briefly tried to become rock stations on AM, and that didn't work for them. Nobody can be better TikTok than TikTok. Right. Um, You know, radio for many years didn't want to follow streaming. It didn't even want the labels to quote streaming numbers to them. It didn't even want to acknowledge that that was the same audience. Right. Now it follows streaming in part uh, because it doesn't know what else to do.
2: Kind of. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, Kind of like we went through with the MTV revolution in the 80s. Well, the MTV revolution, it's interesting. Radio
0: found a place that worked and they took just enough music from MTV. If you look at the old MTV playlists, there are a lot of songs that never, you know, that were hit videos or so MTV thought. Uh, but never
2: became hit records. There right. The reason. Yeah, and kind of the same is repeating itself, isn't it? Yeah, I just wrote a Ross on Radio column that
0: looks at the health of every major format based on some stats from BDS Radio in terms of how many different hits each format had last year, and it gives you a sense of how healthy or not healthy each format is. Yep. Uh, The biggest trend is, you know, the normalization that never happened, you know, not in Mm -hmm. radio, not in the outside world. Um, You know, we've been waiting for usage to return to normal levels, format patterns to return to normal levels, you know, the best we can do. Nobody knows how much us are going to depend on radio for current so going forward. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows whether to make their own decisions. Nobody knows whether to drive or whether to let TikTok make the decisions, whether to let streaming make the decisions. Right. If, they, if they're allowed to drive, nobody knows if they still have the authority to set and the my feeling is, you know, I'd rather find out by everybody making their best effort this year, if that makes any
1: sense. No, it does, Sean. But we're going to kind of throw back here to last fall. You had a great line, and that was, with great call letters comes great responsibility. But you also noted that some radio vets... A feeling that no station is really fully staffed and has the ability to sound as good as its former self. So for starters, in the latter part of 2021, what are some stations that you feel are continuing to live up to the heritage brands they stand for?
0: My favorite station right now, uh, I wrote about them in early December. They sound like they're a heritage station, but they're not. It's Beach 106.3. It's in a small coastal town near Wellington, New Zealand. And it sounds like they've been around 40 years, but they're actually less than a year old. Uh, the owner and Morning Man came in as a consultant to help fix what was a struggling top 40. Uh, and instead, he ended up buying the station and rebuilding the studio and getting a new transmitter, and hiring a local staff in a region where every other station is national. And the music they're playing is everything from Elvis Presley up to the Jonas Brothers. And it sounds like a mix you can only get away with if you've always done it. Right. But they've proven... (laughs) that they can create a new full-service radio station. I'm looking forward to hearing the new KWXY in Palm Springs. I'm looking forward to hearing the new KWXY in Palm Springs. They've been doing adult standards. They're under new ownership, and they're going to continue to play Peggy Lee and Lena Horne, but you might hear the village people next to it. And wink Mardendales involved, you know, which basically brings them back to the very beginnings of music radio since Wink has been around since the very beginning.
1: Right. Well, good good point. You know, we're just wrapping up another holiday season, Sean, with many of the usual stations playing the usual holiday music in the very usual and repeated ways. <laughs> you notice last year's stations were trying to deliver Christmas as usual, but Punctuated it with sweepers about Santa and hand sanitizer, you know, all the old COVID stuff. What were your observations this year? Did you find any surprises?
0: Yeah, this year it was, you know, it was back to, you know, businesses, largely on the stations that I've heard. You know, in part because Santa and hand sanitizer, you know, hand sanitizer sounded forced. People aren't quite sure what to do so they're moving forward. Mm. So so. Yeah, but I've I've barely heard it acknowledged this year.
2: Okay, so thinking about radio again in 2022, where do you anticipate music heading in the next 12 months? Do you think it's going to be? Are we kind of in the doldrums where where things are just not that great of current music? So we're leaning more on recurrent. And even younger gold music, or do you think there's going to be a, some surge? Are you spotting any mega trends on the horizon?
0: Uh, I do a playlist on Spotify just for fun called Big Hit Energy, and you know I don't have trouble coming up with 50 songs. Mm. To play. You know, some of them are hits, some of them are hits elsewhere, some of them are uptempo songs that I think should be hits. If radio allowed itself to practice music enterprise, I think you know it would ha- it would be sending songs to TikTok and not just vice versa. <laughs> <Right.
2: You> know,
0: <laughs> we see with the Dua Lipas in that you know, yeah. um, that you know radio is generally able to put a fun, up tempo radio record on streaming's agenda eventually. And part of the reason we don't do it consistently is we're too busy chasing after whatever is happening at stream. But, you know, if radio is going to run things again or even have a seat at the table, there needs to be more music enterprise going forth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there are lots of other issues that radio has to do it with. And I see them sort of with some of them. I thought it was... Good news when Z100 in New York cut their power rotation from 120 spins down to 85 spins. Yeah. At this moment, that seems to be working for them.
1: This is
0: Mark. afternoon show at this moment, that seems to be working. Uh, I think people are doing a better job in terms of timing of new music. Uh, but people don't necessarily have enough new music to compete, whether it's top 40, whether it's country. You know, Spotify is offering people 50 songs every day. Yeah, radio is offering them 22 punctuan
1: with <laughs> no kidding yeah absolutely the always interesting sean ross hey somebody you'd like to hear from we'd love to hear your suggestions just email us show at brandwithondemand.com and we've also got some
2: new social media options you can now look for us at Plus. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even LinkedIn. That's brandwithplus, P-L-U-S, not the plus sign. And we hope to
1: see you there. Coming up, Sean shares some opportunities that may in fact be hiding in plain sight.
2: Hey, it's Barbara Bridges, operations manager for Midwest Communications in Nashville. Our whole company is on the Music Master platform, and we love it. They're so responsive to any of the needs that you have. It's going to create a log that you absolutely love.
0: Ready to become a Music Master raving fan? Get in touch at
2: musicmaster.com slash sales. Hey there, Kipper here. So you want to have some great merchandise for your radio station, but the budget says, "Uh uh-uh, we've got a solution radio swag shop it's simple you select the items give me your logo they create a store for you you link to it you promote it and you sit back and collect the cash budget short radio swag shop is your answer just go to Radioswagshop.com forward slash kipper my name radio forward slash kipper your ratings and bottom line
1: well thank you
2: The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then.
1: Brand with On Demand. We're with the always insightful Sean Ross. Sean, with 2022 now here and broadcasters starting a brand new fresh year. What's one opportunity for station people that seems really obvious to you that others may find hiding in plain sight?
0: I feel there are so many. Uh, If you want the most obvious one to fix, not necessarily the easiest because it's eluded people for fifteen years. The first thing we have to do before we're going to continue to compete in any way is fix the streaming experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make our apps easier to use, have apps that have something more like punch buttons, um, have apps that are as easy to use, not just as, you know, as Spotify, but are as easy to use as SiriusXM you know, and don't have 14 minutes of commercials and somebody else's for it and, mm. you know, don't, you know, and you know, don't have a lot of filler.
2: Do you see a time coming when, when that user experience on a streaming platform is going to be, I hate to go back to like transistor radio, but I mean, it was very much, you know, like an app world, it would be touch and go that you hit a button it plays the deal you can vote up a yes or no than the songs and maybe hit a different menu button if you want to get deeper information or something it, does it seem that that apps are a little maybe overly compl- complicated or are we trying to get too much revenue or what do you see happening no, there's, no,
0: there's um they are not the irresistible tool. That, you know the other ants are.
1: You're mm-hmm. here, here.
0: Yep. Um, you know, right. and you know they're not simple. They don't organize two thousand stations well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right. And you know
0: it's interesting. You know, as Sirius X and, and Pandora, you know, continue to you know um, you know continue to move forward together, and you know offer more sidechats. Um, you know, the serious exam is, you know, becoming more complex and offering more choices. Um, You know, radio has never done the job it needs to in terms of organizing listener choice, in terms of offering one-stop shopping.
1: Absolutely. The always delightful Sean Ross. Hey, links to Sean's Ross on Radio Insights column, which is a must-read, a copy of Seth Godin's Top 22 Quotes Every Radio Person Should Have for 22, and more, all in the show notes wherever you download this. Hey, just scroll down on your phone. want to thank our executive producer, Cindy Huber,
2: who kind of filled in for me last time. Also, our associate producer, Hannah B., who helps book all the guests. And coming up next...
1: Hi, this is Harry Lyles. Listen closely. I've got secrets to share. On the next brand with on demand. We'll see you there. That's a wrap, Kipper. In 22, it's time to be you. Well, more of you, anyway. It's a habit. We'll talk about it in one minute, Mark Us. Nice. Find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave
2: Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your with be wide.